Hello and welcome to FGC Philosophy. Welcome to another episode. Today, I got the chance to talk to the Purple Sharpie, content creator, commentator, co-founder of Combo Queens, competitive fighting game player, quadruple threat, multiple things going on here. Got to sit down and have a heart-to-heart conversation about her origins, where her passion came from, and some stuff about her tweets as well. And this was a very interesting conversation. I hadn't met this person initially, but we had a very good conversation talking about the FGC, talking about community, talking about having a safe place for certain kinds of people to be able to talk. It was very inspirational. I had a lot of fun. There's a short clip in the beginning talking about a topic that was pretty heated at the time. And so that's why I put that at the beginning of it. Just wanted to put this intro before the actual show started to let you guys know what's going on. That said, of course, I have to thank the listeners. I have to thank you guys so much for making this happen. It's still crazy that I finally have an actual podcast. Most of what you're listening to right now was intended for a video only, but I had the dream of one day becoming a podcaster, an actual podcaster, and here it is today. And of course, I have to thank my patrons for making that happen. Our first goal was hit, and so as I promised, I'm releasing these in podcast format for you guys to be able to listen to a lot easier, and I can't be happier. If you guys want to continue to support me with my future ventures, $1 can go a very long way. So consider supporting me on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash a philosopher spelled exactly the way it's spelled here or online. P-H-I-L-O-C-Y-P-H-E-R. That said, let's hop right into the show. We've talked about community a lot. Um, there's been a lot of talk about the the invitational versus non-invitational situation online right now. So I'd like to know your thoughts on on this situation and where where your take is on this. Um, I think invitational events are fantastic at essentially helping different players and different brands get more notice and more notoriety. They actually go back ways away like people were having exhibition events where they invited certain players before then but closing out tournaments to exclusively only include certain players kind of goes against what i think a community is at large which is a group of people who are all trying to grow as people and when you stop thinking about the good of the people and you start thinking more of the good of the self, that's where I think it becomes a little bit more toxic. And I think it really stops becoming more about the fighting game community and just about fighting games. And you kind of lose that entire community aspect. So I think it's I think it's I think it's good in moderation. Very, very small doses of moderation. Specifically, like with the summit of power thing, the thing that they're doing is um, it's kind of nice, like there's some things wrong with it, but I really like how they're giving everybody an opportunity to show who they are to people that otherwise wouldn't have known about them. There are a lot of people that 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 wouldn't have been known without the Summit of Power that I personally didn't know about before Summit of Power came out. And now with that platform, they're able to really advertise themselves to the general public and be like, hey, this is who I am, this is the community I come from, this is what I'm about. And And giving people that platform is fantastic. However, stopping people from being able to join that platform organically is terrible. And and that's where I lay with it. I think from a business standpoint, invitationals are, are, are great because it's a higher entertainment value for the yes. viewers because you, mm-hmm. you're guaranteed a lot of high level play. But uh, I I love the FGC. I love majors and things of that nature. Uh, 
those are the things that I really want to attend more because that's it's not just about the entertainment value of watching players. It's you get to see the backstage and you get to see the commentators in person. You get to talk exactly. to them, and hang out with them, and and play casuals with them and and level up. You know, it's you might like if you're like me, you might go like two and two in a tournament, but then you get to play like. 30 matches with Timo, who's a great Dragon Ball uh, Marvel player. You might yeah. get to play with Chris G, and you you don't get that at an Invitational because it's only the good players. Yeah. So I have nothing wrong with Invitationals. I think they're great to watch. They're great to study uh, as, a, as a player who's not as good. But um, I will always find that the, the locals, the ones that are just for everybody, are going to be my first love. 100%. And that being said, support your locals. Support them. So you do content, you know, you stream, you do commentary, like where, where did all this begin? Oh my goodness. Okay. So it's kind of funny. Um, my competitive origins actually begin with Super Smash Brothers Melee way, way, way back when, um, back in 2012-ish, uh, back when I was in Richmond, Virginia, and I kind of started playing Smash locally there. I started hosting fests inside of my house. This was way, way before like I even heard of Twitch. <laughs> and I think really before that, the only experience I had with playing gaming competitively was the show that I used to watch called um, My Strange Addiction on MTV. And they had this one, this one episode with this... Um, man and this woman and the man was a super uh, he was a competitive player which i thought was really cool he was competitively playing melee and as soon as i saw him i was like that's exactly what i want to do that is exactly it and the girl she was it was it was really inspirational because she looked exactly like me but like i think she actually had a problem um because <laughs> she like lived she lived uh with her boyfriend and she like didn't work and all she did was play video games she's like i actually need to stop and do something wrong. I was like okay i get that but the other dude was super cool and so as soon as i got into college i was like man i really want to find a way to like do video games. And um, my first experience was originally, I found this flyer for a video game club at VCU and it happened to be an actual like fighting game things was back when Marvel first came out. And so I went with a friend and she was like, yeah, let's go. And I was like, okay, I'll go with you, whatever and we go. And I actually had a, not a great experience. It was a kind of negative, um, but luckily like I found the smash club soon after. And I started playing with them, got more invested in competitive gaming, started hosting side of my house, got, pretty decent at Melee. Um, and then when I was in the middle of playing Melee, I moved to Skullgirls, which was really, that was that was the start of all of the fighting game stuff I do now. Because Skullgirls, um, Melee had started to get a little bit bigger at that point in time. It was around 2015. I've been playing it for about two years. Uh, we stopped having smaller scale fests and we started having like bigger regional events. Um, and so it became more about, you know, like focusing on the event in total, whereas I, I really like the grassroots side of it and just focusing on the intimacy of having a family environment. So when I found that just by streaming Skullgirls, like it, it kind of became like a home away from home type of thing. I got really, really invested in that. And I, I guess from there, it's kind of history now. Um, the big thing that I do now is Dragon Ball Fighters, which is the newest fighting game out on the market. It's a lot bigger than Skullgirls, which I found out kind of like the hard way. But it's it's still really fun. It's still really, really fun. And it's a great community to be in. Awesome. So a couple of questions I want to ask there. Yeah. You, you kind of talked about, you know, going, giving to the, the community, even if you're not good. So I, it, it's really relevant to the tweet that we that you were talking about. Um, oh, yeah. It's been to the top. So just <laughs> for the viewers sake, I'll just read like the too long, don't read version of it. Sure. <laughs> TLDR. So it says uh, you don't need to be good at your game 
your game to become more involved. You don't need to have amazing technical and mechanical skills. Uh, all you need is genuine passion for your game and a genuine desire to assist. So where does that come from? Honestly, a lot of that comes from um, my personal experiences with gaming. Uh, like I said, my, my roots are pretty heavy inside of Melee, but they're now more FGC focused. Something that really hurt me as a Melee player was it was back when I was in college and I was working three jobs at the time. So I didn't really have time to practice as much. And it started to show because like any game, you have to put a lot of time in to get to a really good competitive level. And I wasn't able to achieve that. So I felt like I didn't belong inside of that community anymore, even though all my friends were there and people that I started to consider like my brothers and, you know, gaming. And it really hurt making that realization that, oh man, I'm not good enough to play like with these people and really like give a challenge to them. I don't know how I can give back. And that was like a whole, that was a whole struggle that I went through. And so I started to realize that by hosting events and making a location that people would be able to play and kind of creating an environment where other people could enjoy themselves and just have fun literally being around games, that's that's a fantastic thing to bring into a community. And that's something that I think a lot of people forget, especially with the growth and the production side of gaming, as well as just the localized um, event side of gaming. A lot of people forget that there are so many faucets of gaming that don't typically get credit. Uh, just because the players are in the spotlight doesn't mean that there's not a commentator behind them that's really hyping them up. It doesn't mean that there's a coach behind them that's continuously pushing them to play. It doesn't mean that there's an event organizer behind them creating an event for them to play at. There are a lot of things that you can do and they're not always just playing the game. As long as you really care about the people there and you really, really genuinely want to make an environment that you have and that you've experienced, then you'll always have have a place inside of gaming. It's not exclusive to your personal skill level or um, any any way you look or any way you dress or any way you act. It's really just about, I, I guess it's kind of about how you act because obviously you have to have love and empathy in order to, 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 to be a gamer, but you, it, it's really more about where your heart and your passion is. And that's something that I've always tried to tell people because as we get older, as people, um, we have a lot less time to participate in the practicing aspect. So it's always great to know that regardless of how much time you dedicate into exclusively sitting down and playing the game, you'll always be able to have an area to work with gaming. So I, I, I think that's most of where that came from. <laughs> you make it easy to segue into a lot of questions, actually. <laughs> you sound very passionate. I mean, oh, yeah. you talk about it in your comments and, and just from hearing your voice and your excitement about talking about fighting games. Yeah. Where does this excitement come from for you? Honestly, um, I guess for me, it's, it's always been really personal. I come from a family. I have four younger brothers. Um, after my father remarried, I gained a stepsister and I now have a half sister and a half brother and I'm the eldest of all of them. So when I was young, it was always really ingrained in me that, you know, your family is your family and those are the people that you're around and that's what you really have to keep with you. And as, as someone who grew up in that environment, I wasn't really able to 100% express myself because I always had to be watching out for other people. The thing that really creates my passion is the fact that I'm finally able to actually express who I am and what I really care about. And that's always been gaming. It's it's always been gaming. My father was really into gaming back from like, we used to have LAN parties for Diablo 2 when I was 
when I was growing up. It was so cool. Like my dad worked in IT. So we got like these little rundown cubicles and we would set them up and we would each be inside our own little cubicle, literally playing Diablo 2. And I was the source person. So that was super awesome. My brothers were like um, the necromancer. One of my other brothers was inside the expansion pack. They had the Amazon, but it was, it was, it was really awesome. And so like growing up watching everybody just be like, yeah, you know, I feel like um, I really enjoyed this game because this game allowed me to do things that I haven't been able to express inside of my normal life. For me, um, because I came from such a family where I had to perform and I had to always be the example, gaming was the way for me to finally be like, hey, this is what I really care about. And I really enjoy being able to just be me and being like, yes, I won this. And I did this for myself, not for my younger brother and not necessarily for, you know, my mom or my dad, but for me, because this made me feel special and this made me feel better. And it's kind of like, the thing about gaming for me is that once again, it's really, really personal. It's about, it's about giving me the faucet to express myself. Once again, that I never got, um, and when I play games like Melee, when I play games like Skullgirls, or even when I play League, it's it's that feeling of being about something, something that you contributed to, something that you helped build. And maybe the spotlight isn't necessarily on you, but the fact that you assisted in doing it is so beautiful to me. Like I, I guess I guess that's why I'm really passionate about gaming. It's just because of the ability to finally be a part of making experiences for people bigger than just myself <laughs> is what it really boils down to. That's, that's a great explanation. Uh, it's <laughs> something that you, I think you might get some interest out of, uh, cause you kind of covered all of this with, yeah. it. um, and it's, it's a person development thing. Um, Tony Robbins is like a big, uh, person development, like guru is what they call him, but he talks about the six human needs, not mm -hmm. like, you know, water, food, stuff like that, but just from like a psychological way, I guess, but hmm. there's, there's certainty and variety. There's significance and love and connection, and then there's also growth and contribution. Those are like the six things that if we have, we're gonna have a happy life. Yeah. And like I feel like you covered all of those things from like a family to like, I mean, certainty and variety is something that you get in most games. That's why some people complain about it being too repetitive and then some yeah. being too random. That's why like there's a little sweet spot there. But yeah, like it's. I mean, I read those things off to you, but I'd like to know uh, what you thought about that. I think definitely the contribution factor is huge for me. Um, it goes back once again to like my family roots, but being able to contribute to a team was always really heavily embedded inside of me. So like that's already something that I do naturally just because that's the way I brought up. Growth, that's the big one. That's the yeah. big one for me. Um, there are a lot of things that I struggle with personally. And I feel like gaming, specifically meeting with other people and uh, once again, contributing to larger experiences helps me personally grow. Um, a big example of this is actually, um, there was a, <laughs> I know it's not my pen tweet right now, but there was a really kind of big rant that I went on a while back earlier last year where I just kind of like, I was having a moment. I just needed to like tweet it. Um, but I was thinking about to the very first time that I went through gaming and like some of my negative experiences some of my positive experiences and something that I really realized is that I've always had issues. I run into roadblocks at certain points and it's literally like a mental block and it really just goes back to some personal experiences that I've had before in my past but I was never really able to overcome them and gaming was the very first time that I addressed that mental roadblock I had and I was able to move forward from it and that's 
that's a point of pride for me. That's that's literally the most powerful moment of gaming I've ever had in my entire life. There was, and I, I can name the moment, but it was a point where I couldn't do a certain motion. It was a DP motion. Um, it was foreign for me because nothing like that exists inside of Super Smash Brothers Melee. Um, so I was having troubles doing this motion and it was so frustrating that I could do everything else inside of Skullgirls except for this one motion. And it was required for me to do a certain part of combo. And I kept getting frustrated and frustrated. And eventually I just wanted to give up and break down and I like I sat there just feeling like I wasn't enough as a person because of past experiences like it was literally me channeling the anger from from uh, something that happened to me and I was able to get past it but with a good friend helping me through that and that moment that moment that 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 part where I finally addressed hey I'm having a problem and someone else was like let me help you through this problem I know it's bigger than me but like let's use this let's use this platform of gaming right now and this motion that you're having an issue with and let's just really break it down and let's let's talk about it let's understand what you're doing wrong let me hold your hand over the next course of these hours until you get it and I think the fact that that happened to me allowed me to move on as a person like I was a I was a completely different person before that point. I had a different aspect on life. I did a, had a different way that I acted around people, a different way that I addressed people, a different way that I acted and loved myself. And seeing that goodness come from another person, someone that I barely even knew, that was a powerful moment. And that kind of like unlocked Sharpie, if you were. It like it 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 brought me and unlocked my ultra instinct. <laughs> um, and so I was able to grow from that and I keep finding these experiences. That's the most, that's the most important one to me personally, but there are other experiences I could name that were, that were not as significant, but pretty significant in my growth. Gaming and growth are like hand in hand for me. They're like, there's, there's no way you can't grow while you're a gamer. Like it's impossible. Oh yeah, <laughs> so I 100% agree. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like uh, a couple of things there because there's, there's mm-hmm. so much you said, and I want to try to hit some of the points. But like, one, sure. I I say this a lot in my videos, but uh, I don't think I told you. But I, I definitely think that fighting games, in particular, and, and games in general, but fighting games are a great analogy for life. Uh, yes. Like, just what you're talking about the DP motion. I definitely think that you know, it, there's something called the frustration barrier where you're learning. I don't oh know my god! Yes. Before. Yeah, yes, so, I have. <laughs> so that's definitely what you hit. And there's like this, basically the, the short v- version just for the, for the viewers is when you're trying to learn something new, there is a certain point where you're trying to learn to do something, but you hit this frustration point where, you know, it's either you're going to quit it or you're going to push through it and actually start getting better. And a lot of people tend to fall off. Uh, that's when a lot of people fall off from learning a new skill or they kind of like, you know, zone out and hit the OK plateau. That's I'm yeah. doing that a lot of terms here, but <laughs> that's that's where people fall off in learning skills. And I think that fighting games are are perfect for, for that particular experience. Um, there was one other point that you made that I like totally blanked out on. Oh, uh, like community. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, that is huge <laughs> for me, for me personally. Uh, once again, it comes back to my whole I came from a really big family and it was super ingrained in me that regardless of what else you have in your life, you always have your family. Now, I have I have grown from a point that like originally my father was always like, it's only going to be your flesh and blood. That is your family. But I've learned and I understand now that that's not always the case. Sometimes it's not just your flesh and blood. Sometimes it's people that just really, really care about you. For me, that was the person who helped me through the through the um, moment. And I'm going to name drop here, and he's probably never going to see this, I understand. But Sixlet 
super helped me through that. And he was the person who helped me with, through the motion. But like before that, he was just uh, essentially this this dude in the community and the Skullgirls community that was just making combo videos. And he streamed very often. He, did, he, did, he was really active on YouTube. And I at that point was a nobody. So the fact that like somebody took their time out of the day to help somebody that wasn't affiliated with them at all, wasn't out to help them or, or wasn't really offering anything in return. That was huge because that was something I never really experienced outside of my own family. So that moment kind of made me feel like, wow, there are people out there that can actually help you and help you grow and care about you without you guys being related at all. And that's something that I think everyone in gaming feels. I'm, I understand that not a lot of people, um, there are a lot of people I should say in general that aren't close with their family. And I think that's why gaming is so important is because you get to create these bonds. You get to create this sense of community of other people that, that are really do care about you. Community is really, really important to myself. Um, not only because of like the background that I came from, but because my father always taught me that, you know, uh, flesh and blood is really the only family that you have, but because in gaming that extends to so many people and part of the thing that really helped me specifically with the moment that we were talking about before uh, the dp moment there was an, uh, a gentleman who helped me named sixlet um and he was huge inside the skull Rose community at the time he was a content creator he did stuff on youtube all the time he did all these combo videos back in a time when like no content was available and i was uh, essentially nobody i had just i had just started playing the game i had been streaming a couple times a week like i i didn't really average that many people on stream and he just he worked with me he really really worked with me to get to this point and the fact that like he took time out of his day to help somebody who he barely even knew that was huge that was that was absolutely huge, actually. He did not have to do that. And that still, that still reminds me that there are a lot of people out there that I talk to consistently that have helped me grow and have helped me with asking for literally nothing in return, just out of the goodness of their own health because they want to see a community succeed because they understand that like sometimes it's not just about your personal growth, but it's about other people growing with you or growing to help other people and that's what I think is so fantastic about communities. A community is just something that cares about the growth in general of everyone and not just a singular, like, selfish purpose. Which isn't to say that growth in general is selfish, because <laughs> uh, sometimes, sometimes for me it definitely is. But I think that the fact that you can care for a lot of people and care for a lot of people's growth and interest and love is beautiful. That's what community is for me anyway. I 100% uh, agree. And I think even if you're growing from a selfish standpoint, that mm -hmm. growth that you acquire if you have any ounce of like contribution like minded personality then that's going to still benefit other people i think that if you take care of yourself first and and you level yourself up then you can't help but level up your community or whatever you contribute to and so. that's what's something that i'm still struggling with 100 percent. like uh a lot of spotlight has been shined sh shown on me recently and um i'm not used to it <laughs> and so like i i'm really not good at like being like trying to help myself instead of my community. It's completely foreign to me for the most part. <laughs> so that's yeah. something I'm still kind of struggling with. So I can't, I can't advise too much on that viewpoint. <laughs> it's, it's something I'm actively growing in. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of which, actually uh, another point I wanted to make from earlier on when that you were talking about with like, you know, getting better and, and talking about comparing it to games. I mm -hmm. think that uh, from a, from a non-fighting game standpoint, just something that I think is worth mentioning. I talk about a lot is that a perfect, analogy for for growth that that 
basically you can't have growth without video games is what you're talking about or you can't have growth in you can't not have growth in video games that's hard to say double negative but correct use of it i think you can't uh, have video video games without growth exactly that yeah um rpgs are a perfect example like yes. I, I think they are a great analogy for real life you do something enough you level up you keep doing the same thing and you're fighting level one monsters and you're level 10 you're not going to level up you have to challenge yourself and fight harder monsters or do more challenging tasks whatever that rpg may be and yeah. it works exactly the same in real life so i think you know and same thing with you know fighting games the more you do the same combos over and over again you're not going to learn new combos magically if you keep fighting the same opponents and stomping them you're not going to get any better at like beating you might learn some things here and there but if you're not challenging yeah. yourself and fighting like the daigos of that game then mm -hmm. you know you're not going to get better so kind of I, I wanted to hit back on that point real quick because i just remembered that from like all the things that we were talking about <laughs> yeah i definitely ramble like i i'm glad you're grabbing points out of it because i i gotta be honest like i feel like i feel like i'm saying nothing and everything at the same time like, pins <laughs> everywhere trying to like recall them later on <laughs> so i wanted to at least hit on this because I, I know you do a lot of things but i, I at least wanted to, to ask you about the organization because i don't know much about it myself uh mm -hmm. yet but you know well you're a part of a couple different organizations uh, I know oh, yeah. you're the co-founder of combo queens so you probably know like have the most to speak on on that one i think it's like you on one half but yeah if you don't mind tell me a little bit about that if you can Sure. Obviously, it's Mama Dao's brainchild. Uh, she is the original founder, and me and Emily were both brought on to assist with that. Uh, so Combo Queens was originally created um, because Mama Dao was like, hey, you know, there's so many strong women in the community, and we don't always have a location to just, like, talk and just be women together and just talk about our experiences and, you know, just understand that there's more of us there. So it's really a project increase and in increasing visibility for women inside of the fighting game scene while also empowered, empowering women. Um, you know, just really anyone who identifies as female for the most part. And uh, when I was brought onto the project along with Emily, it was such an honor because, you know, you talk about it a lot. Like you always think, oh man, there's so many cool girls here. Like there's so many awesome women inside of this community. Like I know so many great, great, powerful women. And you never really think about how, oh man, there's not a lot of us. Because you always just think about that one person always feels like there's more than there really are. But Combo Queens was kind of just about helping other women that may have been new to the scene realize that there's more of us than it looks like. Just because we aren't being represented in every single faucet of the mem in every single faucet of the community right now doesn't mean that we don't exist. So um, there's some really really, like I said before, powerful and awesome women, uh, sometimes behind the scenes, running streams, like on Beefy Techie, there's Alexis, um, you know, Kat runs things with um, Combo Breaker. Uh, she's a great TO. Mama Dow obviously is a fantastic organizer out on the West Coast. And then Emily is a great event organizer for all of Big E Gaming stuff. And then there's Persia, who's a commentator, like every single aspect of gaming these women cover and it was just more so about making sure that people who you know may have just come out every once in a while realize hey by the way here's a here's a great place to be where other girls are going to be and there's no pressure for you to feel like you can't just talk because that's what happens sometimes in gaming sometimes you literally just feel like you can't be yourself and that's something that i think really goes to being able to freely express who you are as a person um, especially inside of gaming, because how can you be real with other people if you can't even be real with yourself, right? If you can't, if you can't really be like, this is how I want to act in front of other people to yourself, then how are you going to be like that with other people? So creating that environment that's, that's 
both conductive to growth and also conductive to the community at large, I think is huge. Um, We've had a couple of events already. We had one at, oh my goodness, the biggest one was at Summer Jam. That was fantastic. Mama Dow did one at Evo, which was super cool. Uh, Red Bull uh, helped us set it up. We had a really awesome little like jacuzzi and there's a gaming section. And of course there were drinks, you know, <laughs> um, but at its core, uh, the fact that we were able to just sit there and like talk about all of our experiences and gaming like with one another and be like, yeah, no, I've had this exact same experience as you. Like I didn't realize anybody else was struggling with this or I didn't know anyone else experienced this or I didn't know that anyone else has already been able to do this. And you can look for guidance and you can look for friendship and like you can look for sisterhood inside of it. That's huge. Um, I know that it was very heavily influenced by Smash Sisters, which is um, the Smash, uh, Super Smash Brothers equivalent of it. That's a lot where, of where Caroline drew her inspiration so i guess essentially what i'm trying to say is just being a part of that is super awesome i never really thought that i would be able to be a part of something so big <laughs> i guess it's it's really really fantastic to go to all these events and be at a combo queens event and be like wow all these other girls are so thankful that we're doing this and like they just made a connection for someone that they're going to know for the rest of their life like that's huge that's that, that's an Oh man, I, I'm gonna say awesome again. I don't want to take away from that word, but it's literally a moment that leaves me in awe. Basically, if someone has, uh, you know, advice for you, you're like the modern day Renaissance woman of the FGC. Uh, like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think that, but I appreciate it. <laughs> well, let me ask because obviously we're always trying to grow. So no matter where we are, people always you know think they can do better. But if someone wanted to get to where you are right now. And they were like, you know, I have no experience in this, but I think what you do is awesome. You're doing all these different things. What kind of advice would you have for them? Oh, my God. Just do it. Just actively go out and go ask questions. Like, don't be afraid to ask questions. You can't be. Um, fear stops us from doing a lot of things that we would otherwise do naturally. And it stopped me from doing a lot of things that I would have otherwise done naturally. And I think the most important thing that you have to remember is that even though you're afraid, you can't let it stop you from growing into who you are. Um, and everybody, I think, has their own story that they're trying to build and their own story that they're trying to write. Just go out and go write it. Like, do it. Just, like, to be a, to be a meme for a second, because I absolutely love memes, but just be Shia LaBeouf. Like, go do it. Just do it. Uh, go ask those questions that you're afraid to ask. There's nothing stopping you from literally going out and running your own event tomorrow. You can, you can go out and literally just call two of your friends and be like, hey, come over and play games with me. And even if it's just you sitting there in front of your machine and playing, go and do it. If, if you want to go out and you want to commentate, start watching videos, start analyzing it, go out and study, do what you ha have been trying to do forever and do not let the fear uh, or discouragement of failure stop you because that's all it is. It's, it's there to stop you and you need to move past it in order to become who you are. That was well said. I almost sounded like reversed. <laughs> like okay, that. to be perfectly honest, I just let it flow. And I was just really thinking about, because that's something I've been kind of struggling with. Like, you have to remember where you are and where you come from and what you want to do. And if you get scared of of realizing that that's not who you are, just let yourself grow. Let yourself let yourself do what you want to do. Let yourself Let yourself be the person that you're trying to be, regardless of what regardless of what someone else thinks about it, because at the end of the day, the only person who has to really account for it and the really, the only person that really has to live with the decisions you make is you.
So go and have no regrets and grow. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. That was perfect. Okay. Uh, that, I know you have a lot of different like organizations and stuff, but you know, where can they find you or anything that you're doing? Like any any like links or anything you want to throw out there? So the big one that I always recommend people check out is my website. That's kind of where I've created the central hub because of all the projects that I work on. It's the easiest way for people to find out who I am, what I'm about, and what next event I'm doing or what the next project is that I'm working out. And that's going to be www.sharpypls.com or www.sharpyplease.com. Um, both of them work. Uh, you can also check out my Twitter, which is twitter.com slash the purple sharpie and those are like the two best ways to reach me but i highly highly recommend going to my website first because that's where everything is cool cool and of course i'll have some links in the description just in case you guys can't remember that and you have a short memory like me so oh, yeah. i will have that <laughs> thank you so much for joining me this has been a great conversation i love the passion i would love to have you on again if you're ever up for it as my voice just like cracks because of the oh i would love it i know we're both really busy right now so i super appreciate you seeing me i'm like literally this was like what like three tweets i was like hey can we do this today and you're like yes no I, I appreciate you taking time out to see me on my busy schedule and it of course, your busy schedule as well. So that's super appreciated. Thank you. Oh, yeah, no problem. And of <laughs> course, my name is a philosopher. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Definitely let us know what you think down below. Leave your comments in the comment section. And as always, make sure you share this, get the conversation going, get that passion going with other people. But as always, I will see you all in the next one. Bye.